Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Now, just hours ago, we were sitting by the pool, and everybody was wigging out. They're like, are you going to be able to get home? It's going to be snowing so much. We're like, I don't even care. I trust the pilots. And we had some pretty rough turbulence on the way home. Cat peed a little. And I, uh, I, you thought it was all over there for a second, didn't you? I literally was like, this is my story. This is how my story so here, <laughs> wraps up. Here's where I sit with the turbulence in the air. Rarely do you hear about a plane hitting some rough air and just breaking. So I was like, all right. I was more worried about hitting a really, really bad patch of ice on the runway and sliding. Like we're in, And that's why I like sitting in the back of the plane, by the way. Because if you do slide off the runway, all I have a feeling that you right, you, all those people get smushed and you're the smusher. Yep. And so I had that you know, going for me, so I felt good about it. But I was like, man, I think I got a lot left to do. I don't think my God is going to pull me out of this one right now. And uh, and so I didn't realize that you were as shooken up by the turbulence until we're, we got to the, to the landing and we had a safe landing. And my wife looks over at Kat and goes, no clapping? And she was still white as a ghost going, I was shook. I couldn't clap. <laughs> my hands were shaking too much. It was it was really bad. Then so the guy that, in front of you slept through the whole thing. Yeah. I don't even know how that happened. So would that be your thorn of our trip? Or was your thorn the second we got on the plane and you spilled your coffee all over some of our listeners? Oh, man, I should have added that to my list. That wasn't your thorn of this no. trip? That was their thorn. Guys, we got, we didn't even get... <laughs> We didn't even get moving. And Kat walks out. She's got flip-flops. And she's just living that beach life before we even get on the plane. I have my iced coffee. I'm tra- Everyone's putting stuff in the overhead bin. People are moving around getting situated. And this girl in the middle, Ashley, her back, I think, bumps my hand. And my hand just, like, opens. No, no, no. I, I don't even. You leaned over to get your butt in the seat. You barely gave me room to get in. You're like. I, I I don't know. You and traveling just bother how you but- how, how you can blame dumping an entire cup of iced coffee on our listeners on me. Okay, barely any got almost. on the girl. We go to sit but- down to get on the plane ride home. One of the people sitting in front of us look back. Oh, you don't want to dump any coffee on us oh, today. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I would say the thorn I thought of was the night at the Mexican restaurant and. I thought it would be a great idea after a day of vodka. Had a great buzz. I was feeling sexy. You feel yourself, you know, you're tan. Uh, humidity is doing great things for your hair and your skin. And then all of a sudden I drank that warm IPA. Mm. I was down for the count. I like, got sick stu- off that. Stumbled back to the room and just hurled my brains out. So that would have been maybe my thorn. I was going for a trip with no throw up was my goal. Well, there's a next year. And there is always next year. So that those are my thorns then. Yeah, turbulence, spilling iced coffee, IPA throughout. Okay. Uh, that's it. What about your roses for this trip? Uh, my roses, I'm going to say, one, great start and ending. Car started. We weren't oh. late. I forgot nothing. Um, so that was awesome. It was just a really great trip. But then also quality time with some listeners and people that come with us that I don't normally get to spend like the the group of four girls Barb and Jackie and they make me happy yeah and Larissa and Crystal and had dinner with them one night and quality time with Chelsea and Phil and Stephanie and and Joel and Jeannie and it's just like the people that come with and karaoke night was so fun yeah it was cool so yeah it was just like a really great group this year I loved it 
Those are my thorns and roses. Uh, my my thorn would be they have a, a problem with some of the seaweed right now. Yeah. And all the resorts have an issue with it because from what I understand, the world famous Mexican Navy went out and put these giant nets out there to try and catch some of the seaweed. Yeah. I don't think it worked at all. So it's never been that bad ever, and it was just the smell. They said it was about a 10-year cycle where they get seaweed this bad. Yeah. And, like, they have front-end loaders on the beach scooping mm. this stuff up. They've got guys working, like, 18-hour shifts yeah. pitchforking the seaweed onto the— And I had this idea as we were walking on the beach. Can't they just throw some gas down and light all that on fire? You know how smelly that would be? But for, like, 30 minutes. And it's, it had that it had a fart methane smell because of the way it was decomposing. So that would have been my. I woke up the one morning and threw open our sliding glass door. Yeah. And went whoa. And I go, Trish, did you fart? She's <laughs> like, No, that's the seaweed, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, and- another rose. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm gonna uh, the lagoon. I did not realize I how you guys have never gone to the lagoon. Flipping beautiful the lagoon was. All right, what was your rose? Oh, uh, my rose was just the. It was a relaxation. I was telling Trish yesterday we were running um, some stuff over to the hospital, and I said, you know what? Like, you don't realize it, and you can't quantify it. But like, I didn't have a headache the whole time we were there. Yep. I mean, you drink in the sun all day, you don't get a headache, right? Because you relax. Like, I've got shoulder issues, neck issues, knee issues, hip issues, just from like just years of beating on your body. And I'm like, I didn't take Advil once. Yeah. Well, we we gave listeners Advil because we figured people are going to need it. And I didn't take it once. And last night, I barely got those words out of my mouth. Instantly, the back of my head started hurting. I'm like, I got a headache. I got a headache about the stresses of everyday life. I'm sure the heat and the humidity is good for your old bones for sure. Like you didn't feel any. But it was it was strict relaxation. Like we just we did whatever we wanted to. It was uh, the only thing that we ever really had on our calendar was trying to get a workout in in the morning. And then you felt a little bit better about the crap you were going to put into your body. Yeah. And then if you try to eat about half responsibly and don't. Luke, get after it. Really, really. If you don't include, <laughs> if you don't include, you know, that 14 to 18 tequila shots throughout the day. Yeah. But everybody gets one day where they can get wound up. You had Big John with his thong on. Yeah, you see cool. all those pictures on our Facebook, by the way. And uh, a lot of people that came with us already posted their photo gallery. And it was just, it was a blast. You say you were on a scissor kick. It does not sound good. That sounds I different. That's like a wrestling move to the back of the head, isn't it? Sure. Yes, it is. So uh, how many SZA songs do you think you could identify now? Well, I could. I can sing along with them, kind of. Sometimes her wor- you can't tell what she's saying, mm-hmm. uh, but I just love her voice. Yeah, the whole trip. Nothing but SZA. <laughs> it was great. You know what I was watching while you were freaking out about the turbulence on the way home, and I couldn't stop laughing? What? I hadn't seen Half-Baked in probably 10 years. Yeah. Dave Chappelle is one of, is probably... One of the top five funniest humans that have ever lived. I have never seen that. Movie. You oh, you owe it to yourself to watch it. Now it's so stupid. Like Jim Brewer is such a clown. Yeah, it is. But it is so funny. There are there are jokes in there that live still today as make you laugh out loud. Funny. Okay. And it's all Chappelle. He is. He's a genius. It is so great. If you haven't had a chance to watch Half Baked in a while, get it. It's uh, it's such a good movie. I was very surprised that one of your roses from. The trip wasn't 
channels 122 oh, and 123. God, you guys, this, is, what? this is the first year that they've done this, right? Do we know that, though? Like, I don't, maybe I, I just, I don't really watch TV when we're there. You know, I only watched TV when I was sick that one year because I was in bed for like three out of the five days of our the trip. The only reason I noticed is what Trish and I walk into the room, <laughs> we unload our baggage, we're going to immediately get our swimsuits and go down to the bar. And I, I know that they always have some channels on there that are like party music, right? Yeah. So your choices are you can uh, hook up your phone to a speaker, but I usually turn the TV on and go for a party channel. Like it's got really cool party vibes, like yeah. all Pitbull music or something like that. And boom, it was two folk getting it all. And it was right up in there. And then you and try I, to get away from it and you go up one more channel. There's another one of like a school marm. <laughs> She's I, like, sit down, my pupil. I was, stop. I go, Ooh. I go, whoa. And Trish immediately, she looks at me, she goes, what are you doing? And I go, apparently we got a bunch of free adult channels. I switched it so fast. I, it was like I was nine years old and I was about <laughs> to get caught. Right. But I was like, this is, what if we stay on this too long? Like, are we going to get charged? Are they going to be like, oh, the pervs in 1305. Spend and then, too much time watching that. So then here's a, so we'd get up in the morning, go work out, grab a quick bite to eat, come back, change into our swimsuits. And I immediately would look to see if it was still something <laughs> we were getting. Like I felt, I felt like we were almost losing. Um, like it's like when you leave a couple of wings on the plate, like, yeah. you're like I can't do like, I got to make sure it's still there and still free. It's all people were talking about. It was great. When we were on vacation, what was the biggest question you got from any of our listeners? Did you have anything that seemed like a repetitive question about your job? Um, do you guys fight? Oh, okay. Was one. And what else? I had two okay. that I seemed to get asked by everybody. Yeah. The first one was, did you record your show in oh, yeah, your we room? Got like, but, but I, it's like two people ask me, oh, you already recorded your show this morning. Yeah. Like they, they thought we were like, we'd wake up extra early in Mexico, record the show and then shoot it up the pipe to you know does that dumb people, the morning shows that go down to paradise and do their show from paradise are dumb. When we were, when we were working on this whole thing, I was like, that's the last thing I want to do is wake up at four o'clock in the morning and prepare a show from Mexico. Yeah. Cause no. I, I don't think anybody cares. Oh, I got we had a lot of people follow us on, on snap and Facebook story and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, we can't wait to go next year. So just kind of interacting like that, I think is ideal. And they were very concerned as to how we put the show together from there. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. We spent the first three days of last week <laughs> yeah. preparing to take a couple of days off. And so what we do is we just put all of our like best of bits or our on-demand bits, we put them in a big rotator and they just kind of rotate and there's some content there. So I thought this would be fun since that, that was the question I got the most when we were down there is like, well, who's doing your show? Like nobody. We just have some bits that we've done before that we thought were pretty decent that run. The, the weird part is, is when we get back here and we see all the people that comment on that material, yeah. whether it was a text or a message or especially when people get really, really heated about something else. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry that you got so intensely heated about that. But we talked about that four and a half months ago. Yeah, I'm really, really sorry. So here's what I want to do real quick. Will you call with the question you get asked the most at work? And then I want to see if we can figure out what you do for a living. OK, so if you do question- like, uh, why can't I? return this yeah like, well because you ate it all or you work at Kohl's <laughs> and I'm coming in with my Amazon package and it's completely destroyed yeah or your Kohl's cash is expired well why can't I still use it so what's the question you get asked the most at work what, what I really really enjoy is that we've got some people that have come almost every single year with us and then you get the blend in of some of the cool new people that you get to make friends with right off the bat 
and uh, and it's just it's it's just a good time. And so we're sitting there, we're just chilling, we're having a good time, and that's when I at least get approached by listeners the most. With and, and there are other people, people from Canada, people from um, who are those two tan those two tan people were from Australia, uh, Austria. They were really tatted up. Yes. Yeah. Ta- yeah. And uh, and the the guy asked me, he goes, well, if you're on the radio, do you do your show from here? And I'm like, no, that sounds horrible. Oh, my God. Do you want to hear how ignorant Americans like we, we, the two Brits, uh, Alex and Kate that were there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only thing we could talk to them about was the royal family. How ignorant it are we? It was embarrassing. They didn't want any of this action because they paid taxes for the royal family to live the way that they live. And your wife especially was like, well, I am listening to Harry's book and I am team Harry all the way. <laughs> I, go, I like, try to tell her, I go, this guy cares zero about it. It's like, it's like if somebody, if we go somewhere and somebody tells us how stupid they think Joe Biden is, yeah. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. I know. And, and uh, we're all up in their business. We got that. some really cool questions about radio. And some people had, had really intelligent questions. And then a lot of the people, I was in the gym one morning and somebody goes, oh, done with the show for today. And it was like, you know, 845. And I go, yeah, we did it last week. Yeah. What do you mean? And then to try and explain how you can pre-record a bit and program it into your computer around a certain time. So we thought, let's do this with you. What is the question you get asked most at work? I want to know what that question is. And then we're going to try and figure out what you do for a living. Okay. All right. It's pretty simple. If you want to holler, Ashley, you're first through. Uh, what's the question you get? Are you a vampire? Are you? Oh, you're a phlebotomist. Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so for people that don't know yeah. what a phlebotomist is, what is, uh, what, what is it that you're going to be doing all day today? Uh, drawn blood. I'll tell you one thing from someone that has had their blood drawn many a times. You know what is the worst thing to hear is for a phlebotomist to go, oops. Oh. Or, uh, uh. Oh. Well, let's yeah, try a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other people's problems. We get a DM, we get a text message, we get an email, we get a phone call, and you got something going on in your life. A lot of options here. Number one, you can keep yourself anonymous. I can put you on voice change. We can keep your name just kind of out of the loop. And Lisa said, nope, don't need any of that. You guys just got to hear what's going on with my husband and my kids. And we know enough to know that this could be kind of juicy. So will you tell us what's going on here? My husband kind of does this thing where he puts down, like, my cooking and my dinners in front of the kids. Well, that's not good. Hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, he just makes fun of the way it tastes or he tells you, like, flat out, like, this sucks. You should do better. He's kind of done a little bit of all that in his own way. Oh, hell no. No, I wouldn't be able to tolerate that. Have you told him, like, you can't say this stuff in front of our kids. Have you had that conversation? I mean, I've, I've kind of mentioned it and like, and I've even done things to kind of remedy it, like make really nice restaurant things. And like, he will still just like roll his eyes and like, look at it, be kind oh. of passive aggressive. Is this, is this your, is this your husband right now? He's, a, I'm guessing he's a real mama's boy. Like she does it better. That's interesting. You know, I never thought about that. You know, yeah, he is a mama's boy. He really, really is. Yeah. That's sad that you're not going to be able to compete. I mean, what do you what do you do at this point? I think you should start having him make dinners. Oh, there it is. That's a solution. <laughs> Just say, listen, if mine That's are so idea. terrible, you get in the kitchen and you go ahead and make what you think 
will all enjoy. And yeah, then he'll you, feel the stress of that. What do you think he'll say to something like that? I don't know. You know, honestly, he might just do it because he's, he's, he's so, like, passive about it and, like, ugh, whatever. So, honestly, I think if I say that, he actually would do it. I think, and I'm going to put you on hold for a second so I want to hear what everyone else has to say, but I think... We're in a generational situation right now where if this would have ever happened to any of our parents, yeah. this would have been a bad, bad moment for all of us. I, it's just straight up disrespect, you know? It's never a good feeling if you feel like you cooked a pretty good meal and then to have your husband or your significant other put you down, especially in front of the kids. It's just breeding a new generation of people that think it's okay to do that. I've it's been, just like racism. You talk yeah. race in front of your seven-year-old, you're probably going to breed a new generation of that. I've been put down so much my entire life that when my family walks away from the table saying they don't like dinner, it doesn't even bother me anymore. It doesn't? No. It doesn't bother you my if you will, sat and checked the wings all day I'll and you were by your Traeger? And give you the like, perfect oh. example. I did that. I, uh, I did that, I don't know, it was a week and a half ago. I slow roasted a like a 15 pound roast and this thing was succulent. It was crispy, it was juicy and my wife did one of those things where she cut up a couple of pieces and it was probably a little too raw for her liking. Yeah. But I'm like we could have got an outside piece then, you know what I mean? Instead, she cuts it right down the middle, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Like that's the way I cook it. And then she just kind of moved the pieces around on her plate and then put some salad over the top and stuff yeah. like that. And I go, you don't like it? She's like, no, it's fine. And I go, well, obviously it's not fine because nobody has a fine dinner. When was the last time you had a fine dinner? Well, it sounds like, like Lisa like would take a fine any day instead of her husband going, this is trash. I would so much what be rather this? told it sucks because then I'd say, then you're on your own, jerk. No, you don't talk to somebody like that. Your you don't talk to a chef like that, you know? Like, if you're at a restaurant, I would I would never do that. Well, of course you wouldn't do that. So why do it to somebody that you love the most? Because they can handle it. I don't think so. Uh, Obviously you- not. I feel so bad for brides that don't have their wedding day go according to plan. It's all you think about. It consumes your mind. You go to wedding expos. You Pinterest. You have a board in your dining room. And that's all you think about. And then he gets stuck in a hotel elevator. Elevator had a glitch. It had to happen with the groom and I both stuck in the elevator. So at least it wasn't just one of us. They harnessed me up, pulled me up four floors. We were not able to wow. celebrate. Do a last hurrah and uh, kisses and goodbyes. And that's, that's what put the damper on everything. Oh, oh that's so sad. But bummer, man. you have bliss for the rest of your life. What? It can only go up from here. Elevator. It's kind of like when they say it rains, you're supposed to get rich. Yes. If, if you get pulled out of an elevator, you're supposed to be super happy. Exactly. That's what I heard, too. I ain't buying it. Uh, I was stuck in an elevator for seven minutes one time. Yeah. And your mind goes so many dark places, weird places. It was the glass elevator at Mall of America. So everybody could see you being stuck? The thing is, I was like, right away, what if I have to go to the bathroom? This is glass. All four sides are glass. <laughs> Everyone's going to see it. Um, who am I going to cuddle with first? You're inside uh, a controlled environment. There were six people in there, and then somebody had a huge stroller. I'm like, well, that's already taking up so much space. What corner are we going to use for the bathroom? Pea Who corner, am I going to yeah. eat first? That was seven Does minutes. Does anybody have a snack on them? <laughs> Just in case it takes too long. That's where my mind went. And it was in the middle of the day. There was no way that they weren't going to do anything about it, but... 
when I got stuck, that's like all I could think about. When I was a freshman in college where I went to school, they have all these old colonial houses, like these turn of the century giant houses that they use for party houses and frat houses and sorority houses. (coughs) Excuse me. When I was a freshman, I went to this place and they were having a party. And so I asked for a glass of water. I bought a glass of water. And uh, they thought, and this was like this running joke, and apparently every idiot freshman does it, but on the, it's like almost through a railing and I put my arm through the railing to grab the cup uh-huh. and they, they slide you down a little bit and then you get caught in the spindles yeah. and my, you know, it's where your uh, where your shoulder meets your bicep. Uh-huh. It's a little thinner right there. And that got caught between there. And when you try and pull your arm out, you flex both your body. You can't, you can't figure out the way out. And then in your mind, you're dead. And you they're, die. they're, everybody's laughing. They're filling up your cup, drinking yeah. out of it and you can't get it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like and at this point, I'm thinking I, that's the only $5 I had because I'm poor AF at this point. Yeah. I got five dollars in my name. I spent five dollars on a delicious frosty cup of water, and I was so wanting <laughs> so that. Responsible. So, that when when you said when was the last time you were stuck? Like I didn't think about stuck in the mud or stuck in the snow or anything like that. I immediately thought about that time that I almost lost a five dollar cup of water because oh they and then they they're like, dude, you just got to relax. We'll wiggle your arm up, and I I didn't start the hyperventilating, yeah. but I think they could tell that I was on the verge of probably getting really, really angry, and then there was going to be a problem. So it was funny for, you know, 35, 45 seconds. But when was the last time you were actually stuck? That's our question this morning. Tracy had texted, snow like this reminds me of being stuck on I-94 for three hours in the snowbank by myself. It's your big day. You are so invested in your wedding day. And then the impossible really happens. Elevator had a glitch. It had to happen with the groom and I both stuck in the elevator. So at least it wasn't just one of us. They harnessed me up, pulled me up four floors. We were not able to celebrate, do a last hurrah and kisses and goodbyes. And that's that's what put the damper on everything. Now, did you notice how hosed this guy is the rest of his life? Why? Let me play you this back one more time. See if you see... What I see. Elevator had a glitch. It had to happen with the groom and I. But- he ain't got a name? Yeah. You just married him, and he ain't got well, no what name. What she says with Chris and myself? Chris and I, myself. I don't it's know who Chris is. James and myself. You don't know who the groom is. But what if Chris is just her brother? Ah. Elevator had a glitch. It had to happen with the groom and I. But- oh, this guy is third party the rest of his life already. That could have been the best thing to happen to him is get stuck in that elevator. Good. He needs to know where he stands. So when was the last time you really, really got stuck? Lindsay, how are you feeling this morning? Um, I'm laughing about it. All right. Well, I like it. This is laughing about you. Where'd you get stuck? Uh, I, funny story. I am currently stuck. Where <laughs> are you? Oh, no. I'm in the end of my driveway, but oh. the car is stuck in the snow, <laughs> and I'm pinned in the car because of the snow. Are you like that van and- in Wadena, the picture that was going around all weekend? Did you no, see that? It was not the van. Uh, I know. But you can't get the doors open because the side of the, the snow bank is too high and you are just, have you called somebody? Um, my husband us? won't answer because he's asleep, but now he's outside the door. <laughs> okay, good. So your tailpipe isn't like covered or anything, right? Is your car shut off? No, no, the car, no, I'm just at the end of my driveway. So I knew my daughter would wake him up and he would see Headlights out here. So just so I understand this right, you heard this on the radio and you went, uh, I'm stuck stuck. at the end of my driveway. Let me call Kat and JJ. We'll talk about it for a little while. And then hopefully while I'm talking about this, somebody will come shovel me out. 
Yeah, my husband's at the window now. All right. Well, um, I call, he wouldn't answer and work wouldn't answer. So I was like, this is perfect. I what's he doing at the window? Are you guys like miming? Are you like, I'm, like, stuck. I'm on with Kat I and need you to shovel <laughs> me out. No, he's wondering who I'm talking to. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm on with the radio. Can you, can you roll Hold the window on. down? <laughs> he said, oh, my God, no way. <laughs> <laughs> From an STD to something snuggly. What a transition. So Usher used to be just like this ladies man getting all the girls, even Chili from TLC. And now he is just worried about his feet being comfortable. So he brings slippers everywhere. My slippers. Yo, I wear these things uh, whenever I'm taking a break. If I'm on a plane, if I'm at the house. You know, you go to people's houses, you don't want to necessarily walk around and like shoes is disrespectful. You know, my mama raised me well, so I take my shoes off at the door. And, you know, if I got these and I'm cool, I ain't just walking around in my socks. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> Megan McCain is opening up about the pressures that she's facing over her body. She just had a baby, her second one, like four weeks ago. It's like women do not give themselves that grace period where you just let yourself get back to normal and love having a new baby. But she says that she's being pushed secretly to be on Ozempic, not good. Luckily, I don't like cave to that kind of pressure. But if maybe I were like a different kind of person, you understand how it could be tempting and potentially do damage. I have two girls now, and it just made me really sad that of all the things I should be thinking about right now, taking a weight loss shot. They really do watch everything that you do, and uh, it's it's not it's not encouraged. So it's for diabetes, you guys. Don't take it to lose weight. Pink is talking about the drama that there was between her and Madonna and she said that it was just a, a lot of people starting it not not her Madonna doesn't like me she tried to play me on Regis and Kelly and I didn't I'm not you know it's just such a silly story because I actually love Madonna I love her no matter what such an inspiration to me but it sort of got twisted around that I was like fangirling and was dying to meet Madonna when I, in actuality she invited me into her dressing room and so I just said a joke when mm-hmm. Regis brought me out. He's like, how does it feel to meet you? Like, I mean, I heard you're just falling over yourself backstage. How does it feel? I'm like, I thought she wanted to meet me. Oh, uh, see, that's funny. I can't believe she got him. You don't joke with Madonna. Uh. No, we don't do that. Blowing out their candles today, Dakota Fanning, whom I thought was about 41, is 29. Huh. Emily Blunt is 40. And Niecy Nash is 53. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Super. Yourself? I'm super as well. Are you the owners revamp, sir, or are the owners available? Uh, you caught a radio station, and they must have gave you our number instead of their own. Really? Yeah. Am I live on the air right now? Yeah, so don't say words like or or anything like that. No, I would never do that. Yeah. All right. Anybody you want to give a shout-out to? Who's special in your life? Who do you want to dedicate a song to? <laughs> well, I want to dedicate this song to my mother. Okay. She's a great lady. Can you play uh Milkshake by Khalif. <laughs> That's pretty good. I was going to say Eminem. Yeah, Eminem. Oh, okay. Yeah, Eminem. Yeah, oh, man. Mom's spaghetti, right? Well, hey, thanks for giggling yeah, along exactly. with us, and uh, I hope you find who All you're right. looking for, which we could play you, too. All you right. still have fun with what you're looking for. Hey, hey, one day. Hey, take care, guys. That's two radio stations I'll call back-to-back. No way. <laughs> All right. No way. Yeah. Have a good morning. Everyday stuff that we've been doing wrong for years and when somebody made mention of it, <clears throat> all of a sudden, everybody's eyebrows went way up. Sliding your thumb across the space bar of your phone to move the cursor, you knew about that, right? Mm, yes. You didn't. What do you mean? So, like, if you're typing something out, slide your thumb across the space bar. 
and it'll move your cursor in the message. You don't have to delete everything to go all the way back. You can move it around. I can't believe you didn't know that. I guess. Oh, I see now. I didn't know that. Thank you for giving me something I won't use, but I appreciate it. You will use it. When you type out a long text message and you're like, oh, crap, and you look back on it and something's spelled wrong, you don't have to delete it all. Just hold your space bar down and you can move the cursor around. The other one that I thought was really good, don't waste celery. Did you know that if it kind of goes limp and loses its crunch, if you soak it in water overnight, fresh new celery. Really? Yes. Stop. Yes. You know what I did give people that hack about... uh, buying avocados and you know how they go brown right away if you leave them out on the counter and then I said fill up a bowl of water and they stay good for like two and a half weeks they truly do and then I find out that they can carry a lot more salmonella oh than. so if you were Don't doing that, do that one and you got sick that's probably why and I guess a lot of people didn't know this one you can take the silverware basket out of the dishwasher and unload it or to even load it do you know that you can just pull that little basket yeah. out? Okay. I don't know why everyone, I mean, I do that all the time, but apparently a lot of people didn't know that that little basket that goes in there. I guess I have to do the dishes every once in a while to find that out. But I don't. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.